There are so many things that impact our ability to achieve success, but none are more important than leadership. Individuals, organizations, and communities rise and fall with leadership. We are here to help you rise. Thank you for joining us. This is the Leadership Excellence Podcast. Welcome to Leadership Excellence. My name is Danny Langloss. Today, we're joined by Natalie Strogel, and we're going to be talking about unlocking the human element in leadership. Natalie comes to us from Munich, Germany. She's the branch manager at Targo Bank and the founder of the Interface Leadership. She helps C-suite leaders with a focus on cultivating sustainable leadership cultures to improve employee retention and productivity. To unlock the human element in leadership, she's created the Armor of Leadership, six pillars and principles that create practical, actionable framework and their pursuit of leadership excellence. Natalie, welcome to the Leadership Excellence Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, uh, Danny. Um, oh, a great introduction. My God. <laughs> wow. Natalie, um, did, I, <laughs> did I get the pronunciation of your last name right? Yes, Shrugel. That is perfect. That is perfect. I know it's not easy. It's not the easiest surname, but um, it's a nice breaker most of the time, you know, because people are always like, how do you pronounce the name? So it kind of really breaks the ice when I'm getting to know new people. So, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Natalie, would you be willing to share with us a little bit about your journey that's led you to where you are today? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So thing is, um, when, when, I, when I think about leadership or what I'm doing today, it really started 14 years ago. And that was with my relocation to Germany from Kenya. And um you know, when you move from your home country to a new country and you're trying to establish yourself, build a career in a language which is not really your first language, um, it really needs, it's important for you to find yourself in an environment that accepts you for who you, you truly are, your whole self, an environment that gives you the space to unfold in your brilliance, to unfold in your own authentic self. And that is the only way you can thrive. It's the only way that you're able to push yourself further and beyond to actually see um, how far you can go and how successful you can be. And so um, I, I really would like to say that I got lucky in the various companies that I've worked for. And uh, I have been in the finance and banking industry for the past 11, 12 years. It's been a while, over a decade. <laughs> and um, I really got lucky to have leaders who, um, who saw me for me and leaders who really gave me that space to be me, that space to do me. And, and so, um, you know, after a while in corporate, the money is good, you you know, you, you really get successful. And then it gets to a point where it's more about making the big bucks. It, then you start really asking yourself, what is it that I really want to do? What is really my purpose? And what's that one thing that makes me want to wake up in the morning and really be productive? And for me, it was addressing leadership issues in a way that matters, in a way that is impactful. And that was really helping leaders understand to um, understand how to create environments where people can thrive in their unique selves, you know, something that made me successful all, all these years. So yeah, basically in a nutshell, that's why I do what I do today. I love it. it it's really, you know, as, as people understand your story and as we've gotten to know each other over the last several months, it's, it's really impressive how you not only came into a new country, but came into a pretty male-dominated business um, mm -hmm. and have risen through those levels of leadership. 
and have had people who have lifted you up, um, who have, you know, truly allowed you to be you for who you are and see all of those gifts and the way that is really positively impacted your company, your organization, and now transition not only to that, but the way you're helping other people. So such an incredible story. I love hearing these types of stories on there. And if you're not following Natalie on LinkedIn, you got to follow her on LinkedIn. She's posting incredible content uh, almost daily. Um, just, just really insightful. And it's stuff that you can take and use right away in your day-to-day leadership. So I really appreciate that. Natalie, can you share with us your six principles as I look them of influence or, or leadership that are part of this armor of leadership? And if we could share those, just what the six are, and then maybe we could go through them individually. Absolutely. Uh, before I do that, I, I would just really like to back up a little bit and kind of look at leadership as a whole, right? So um, I do feel like where we find ourselves today, uh, leadership has reached a critical tipping point because of the complexity, um, the, co- the complex context that our little organizations find, find themselves in today. So whether you are a large corporate, you are an SME or you are a nonprofit, um, the micro and macro environment really is forcing us to rethink how we led and how we're leading people. And a huge part of it is the pandemic that we had in 2020. Uh, 2020, right? That's when most of the world really went into lockdown. So, um, and then you see that um, a lot of leaders are used to leading traditionally and traditionally in the context means leading um, an environment that is very predictable, an environment that could easily be managed, right? But what we have today is an environment that you can absolutely not predict, that you can absolutely not, um, um, that you can absolutely not really control. So it needs a different set of a leader. It needs a shift in the mindset for you to really effectively and successfully lead the workforce of today. And so that is where people-centric leadership comes in. Because I do feel like that is what really gives leaders this very swift, this very swift and seamless transition from the traditional paradigm of leadership to the new, modern, and a little bit more flexible, agile, and human approach that is needed for today. And and so when when you think about people-centric leadership, I mean, just to put it into context for people who are not really... um, um, worked in that space quite long. This is a form of leadership that puts people at forefront. So when you are thinking about your uh, business strategies, when you're thinking about creating business objectives and in your decision making, you're literally putting the people first and then building all that around the people. And, and when it comes to shifting the focus on people, sometimes these conversations get very fuzzy. And and you know the, the alignment. How do I, how, as an organization, how do I make sure that every single person within the organization understands the bigger picture, and they know how they contribute towards the the vision and the mission of the of the organization. And that is where a lot of leaders struggle a lot. And so. With our framework, we help you to understand how to effectively leverage every single person's individual strengths and also to understand yourself as a leader and how you can be able to um, lead 
from a place of strength, basically. That's what the armor does in a nutshell before we get into it. <laughs> no, I appreciate you taking that step back and sharing that because it's so important as we look at the world now as being unpredictable. You can't control mm-hmm. things. There, there's no possible way that one person can know everything, mm-hmm. can do it all. I mean, we really need to create these diverse teams of people with varying knowledge, varying experience, varying backgrounds, skill sets, mm-hmm. mindsets. And we need to create an environment where they're able to be their true authentic selves and bring their 100%. Because really at this point in time, it takes everyone's 100% moving in the same direction, aligned on that mission and bigger purpose to be successful mm-hmm. in, in today's world. And, you know, when, when that and when that happens, you talk about, you know, the great resignation, and I'm sure that that is hit and that is an issue in Munich, Germany, like it is in, in the United States. Um, Absolutely. What people do, not only do we have to rethink leadership because people have rethought work and what it is they want from work, what their life means, what it is they mm-hmm. want to do, what impact they want to have. So I really like how you broke that down for us. Thank you. And so, um, and so when you think about the armor of leadership, that is an acronym and it is a model that I'm so, so proud to say I created myself. And, um, and, and, and this acronym has got six principles as well. That is authenticity for the A, R for resilience, M for mastery, O for ownership, U for understand and R for respect. So the armor of leadership as a whole. So, um, and and one unique thing about the armor of leadership, it's the practicality, you know, because a lot of leadership models, they always remain in the theory, they're quite theoretical. And then when you're trying to implement them in the day-to-day leadership situations, it can get a little bit difficult to do that, right? So, and, and, and that is one thing I really love and appreciate about our approach. The, it's, it's quite holistic, it's quite agile, it's quite human-centered and easy. And, and as you said earlier, you can easily implement it in your everyday today leadership strategies. So when we start with, with authenticity, well, the most important thing about authenticity is quite, it's finding the leader, the leader's leadership anchor. Okay. Does that make sense? Finding the leader's leadership anchor. What do I mean by that? Um, authenticity and leadership is just not all about bearing it out, right? A big part of authenticity and leadership is being relatable as a leader. But how can you be effectively relatable as a leader if you do not understand who you are? And to do that, um, we normally do this, um, we find that intersection, the, the intersection of how do you want to lead based on your values, based on your experience, based on your credentials, and how can you lead based on the organizational structures, the laws of the country that you find yourself in, and the teams, and you know, the, the, and the, 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 those those um, factors that you really have no control over. So where these two points intersect, that is your leadership anchor. And this is the place of strength where you can always fall back to when the chips are down, when, you know, leadership can be a cold place to be. So that is where you drew that innate strength from. And and also um, when we talk about authenticity and leadership, we help you to be vulnerable in your leadership in a way that you can really talk about 
things when you're struggling, you are able to really open up to your team and the people that you're leading and telling them, hey, I'm struggling and, and do that in a way that that is effective, in a way that is relatable and in a way that is um I just don't want to use the word authentic, but I do feel there's a word that I need to put there. So help me out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think just the human side, right? The fact that we're relatable, um, what that does is it really builds trust. We don't don't build trust and influence based on awards we receive. Mm -hmm. We based it on the struggles, the common struggles we have with with people and that human experience. And especially Mm -hmm. when we go through some of those struggles together and when we're human and demonstrate we're human and are able to be vulnerable, that allows our team members to be human, to be vulnerable and not to be worried and really increases, I I believe, psychological safety and creates that foundation for a sense of belonging at work. Absolutely. Absolute psychological safety. Yes. Yes, it does. It does. Absolutely. So basically that, that's, that's, those are the topics that we look around when, when, when we talk about authenticity, pretty much helping you as a leader understand where you are and where you want to go and how you can be able to do that in a way that is relatable and at a human level. So when we talk about the second, um, the second uh, pillar, that is resilience, um, it's about how do you react to unpredictable situations? How do you respond, not react? How do you respond? Because um, you want, as a leader, you want to be, you want to prepare yourself in such a way that as the changes come, you can respond to them very seamlessly and very effortlessly, right? Because you can, you can probably um, relate to this as a leader when you're only reacting, you can only react until a particular period of time, right? You cannot always react to situations, but if you're able to respond, it means you're responding strategically and just responding in a way that is sustainable for your business and also for the people that you're leading. So how do you respond to changes and how are you able to take challenges and turn them into opportunities? But you're able to do that if you are anchored as a leader. So understanding your resilience journey is also the only way you're able to take your team and the people that you're leading on their resilience journey as well. So uh, basically, that's what we look at when we talk about resilience. The resilience, you know, one of the things I like to say is you can't have the experience till you have the experience. The tougher the situation, the further you have to lean in. We talk a lot mm-hmm. about, you know, preparation plus opportunity equals mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, challenge equals opportunity. The greater the challenge, the greater the opportunity. And, and it really is about experience. I think when you talk about, you know, pillar, you know, pillar one and the authenticity and your leadership anchor and values and being vulnerable and what it creates with this team, as we face tough and difficult situations, if we've got to do that alone, we can do it, but it's a lot tougher than we do it with this team that we've created aligned Mm with value, purpose, vision that you've spoken about. So very, you know, very interesting, right? So number three is mastery. Can you talk about that? Yes. Mastery. And we talk about mastery. We talk about mastery of the mindset. So I think it's safe to say we all know the mindset is quite important to the success, to, if, to our success as individuals or as organizations, right? What mindset am I starting my day with? What mindset am I walking into my leadership team with? Or what mindset am I, am I starting a project with, right? It always determines how the project, the outcome of the project. So um, mastery of the mindset is about teaching you to actively choose to evolve your patterns, 
as you expand your capacity. It's about focus versus it's about focus and depth versus versus you know looking at looking at situations in a very shallow way. We kind of really go deep and and and, and try to um, understand how can you how can you be able to you know, catch that negative within your mind and just replace it with a positive. Because if you're able to do that, you're able to help your team as well um, to change their mindset. You're able, you, you, you're able to help your team develop this success mindset and the mindset that will help you thrive. So when we talk about mastery and we talk about mindset, how important is it for leaders in their relationship with failure and setbacks and the way they communicate about failure and setbacks with their team. How important is it? Yeah. So what I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, you talk about mindset, the positive mindset. What I really hear you talk yes. about is growth mindset and, and leaders who have a mastery of their mindset don't view failure as a negative. They, they view it as nothing more than a step on their pathway and way to success. They see that is growth. And because they do, and they articulate that with their teams and they help create an expectation around if we make a mistake or if we don't accomplish what we set out to do, that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. That just puts us one step closer to being successful. And and I see that as an important part of mindset and just wanted to get your opinion and take on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that is, that is the, that is the sole definition of growth because when we fail, we take value out of that. Right. And then you're starting the next chapter with experience. So, and, and, and to touch back to what you talked about psychological safety, it is, it, it is so important to make sure that the your people, they feel psychologically safe enough to make mistakes because that is how they grow. But it needs you as a leader to have that mindset, that mentality. You know, you really need to understand that for my people to grow, they need to make mistakes. And if they're not making mistakes, I'm not pushing them hard enough. Love it. It's really as simple as that. Love it, love it, love it. That's what I wanted to get to because I know from your what we've talked about in the past with mindset and this mastery side, that kind of a mindset and how we instill that into our teams. If we're not failing, right? If we're not running into obstacles, we're not pushing hard enough. And if, and if we really are trying to add layers of greatness, achieve organizational excellence and, and reach our full potential, those are the things that we have to do uh, to, to reach those levels. And, and really of what you're talking about and the armor of leadership, I think this pillar and this mindset is such an important piece, right? It is the, the foundation of our success. Skill set is also a component of the mastery, right? Um, the thing is, you see, when you look at a lot of people, when you look at a lot of leaders, they're not really aware of their own strengths, their strengths of their skills, right? And so it's really helping the leader and the people to understand these are my strengths and I'm not defined by my title. Because over a period, over years, your skills, they compound, right? Your skill set, it can compound and you become better. And even if you leave this company, even if you leave company A, go to company B, you don't take the title, you take the skills because that is what defines you. That is what makes you. So this is the part where we really go deep and we try to help you master that, you know, to articulate that unique value that you bring, only you bring and nobody else. Okay, Natalie, let's talk about principle four, ownership. 
Okay. Ownership is built on that fundamental principle that um, every single person has a role to play. Every single person is responsible for the outcome, even if they're not really directly affected or directly involved in that particular role or in that particular project. So, um, so what we do is we help leaders effectively leverage, effectively create cultures of ownership within their teams. How do you make sure that every single person in your team knows how they play into the bigger picture, how they contribute to the bigger outcome that is needed? So, and, and when you create a culture of ownership, in a way, you increase your engagement. And as a leader, you want engagement because with engagement comes innovation, comes productivity, and all those goodies that we're always looking for as leaders. And this is where I really love, love the work you've done on ownership. You know, your seven pillars of ownership. Thank you. This is an area we really align. You know, we define ownership as the extreme emotional and psychological commitment to the goals and the organization Mm -hmm. in general, where people do things because it's important to them, not because they're Mm -hmm. told to do them. And Natalie referred to our seven pillar framework, and we won't dive into it because I want to talk about her framework, but um, we do have a podcast out there on the seven pillars of ownership and some things that will be linked in this podcast description, along with some other stuff to directly connect you to Natalie. That ownership, I think ownership completely and totally changes the game, Natalie. It is a game changer. It is a game changer. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so ownership. And, and, and I do feel that is one principle that is really, um, it's not lived in a lot of organizations. A lot of organizations talk about ownership, yes, but, and, but really <sighs> building that culture of ownership because most of the organizations, they still depend on, on control, depend on what the leader can control and what the leader can enforce, you know, instead of actually making it easier to help the teams and to help their people just work, you know, delegate tasks, delegate authority and let them do it. You know, I think about when I think about the pandemic, you talk about the unpredictable, you can't control, you know, what we ran into I'm the city manager in Dixon, Illinois. And there were so many things that, that we faced. We created a unified command team. We came the trusted source of information related to COVID in our community. And there were like seven or eight different aspects to that. And because of the ownership, you know, from our team, the way people mm-hmm. weren't waiting for me to say, you know, Tim, I need you to do this. Matt, I need you to do that. Becky, I need you to mm-hmm. do this. Amanda, I need that. Like they saw the need and they proactively mm-hmm. solved problems while I was solving problems. And it wasn't a matter. And that's what really unifying command is all about is it's not about one person being in charge. It's about all these people stepping up to lead and owning it. And and that is why we were able to do as much as we were able to do and stay on path as a community through this, Mm -hmm. when a lot of places had to come solely focused on this one thing and other things had to suffer and other things had to take the back seat. So this ownership mm-hmm. component is something I, I, I think it is the 10 X of employee engagement and it is game changing when you look at, at, at great organizations. So mm-hmm. love, love that. Anything else on ownership before we transition to number five, understand. I would like to just underline what you say. It's stepping up to lead. That's it. That's it. 
empowering new people that they are able to step up and lead. 100%. I love it. Love that. I'm going to remember that for a while. I'm going to remember that for a long time to come. So understand. So when we talk about understanding, I really like to kind of channel Steve Covey. You know, first, it's important to understand first before you are understood, right? And you can only do that if you are effectively communicating. So how you listen matters. Good Lord, how you listen matters. A lot of leaders think they really listen, but they don't. A lot of people listen to respond. You know, they're listening to somebody talk and they're already thinking about what they're going to answer. Just listening without really judging, without without um, having a second thought, how you do that effectively. That is what we teach you. How do you communicate inclusively? You know, we're talking about our teams today are so diverse. I mean, you go diversity of thought. You go, you, you've got different people from different backgrounds, race, gender, um, ethnicity. Um, you need to communicate in a way that every single person in the team feels like they are being spoken to and in a way that really matters, in a way that really relates to them, to the person they are. And also it creates a lot of, you want to create a lot of transparency and a lot of openness, which in return creates trust in the team and also um, helps you build an innovative culture because if I trust you, if I trust my teammates, I trust them that if I fall, if I fail, they're going to catch me. And that is how you cultivate this culture of innovation. We know that we got each other's backs. So you want to learn to communicate effectively. That is such a big component of of these high-performing cultures, of these inclusive, Mm -hmm. diverse cultures, or just high levels of belonging. I heard you talk about listening, how we listen matters. I think listening and, and three, three things I think are the leaders like greatest tools, listening, asking questions, and then proactive communication. They tie into what you've mm-hmm. talked about here. You know, that transparency builds trust. And when I think about, you know, you're talking about how do we connect individually with people? I think about meeting people where they're at and for leaders, the only way we can truly understand and know how to communicate most effectively and meet people where they're at from their journey is to listen and to have a really good understanding of the whole person. Like we don't mm-hmm. want to just know what Natalie's done at work and how she's contributed at work and what role she's had at work. We want to mm-hmm. know Natalie, you know, inclusively. We want to know about Natalie's personal life, her likes, her dislikes, what she, how she's motivated. Is she an introvert? Is she an extrovert? What sets her on fire? You know, all of these types of things, because when we do that, then that's when we can lead the whole person, that human side of leadership. And instead of seeing Mm -hmm. people as a number or as a means to an end, seeing them as a human being, right. And, 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 and helping them and being more, like you said, it always starts with people and and how do we Mm -hmm. make sure Natalie is in a position to reach her full potential, to grow and to meet her goals, to live in alignment with her values and her purpose. Because if, if you are, then you're going to be on fire and the and that ownership that you talked about is is mm-hmm. going to come through in everything you do for for the company for the team for the organization when i feel seen when i feel valued and when i feel like i matter and that i'm important i'm willing to give my all to the company right wow seen yes. valued heard when when we matter I mean, mm-hmm. if, if leaders just focused on making sure their people 
feel seen, heard, valued, that they mattered, and then they appreciated them, like they they would be well on their way. That 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 was absolute gold, Natalie. <laughs> you be loyalty, right? And 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 this kind of you know this kind of ties into the next principle, respect, right? And respect, I do feel like respect ties a very nice ribbon around that whole thing because it's respecting people for who they are where they come from and what they bring to the table so when you you're able to respect somebody for who they are then you ask the right question and the right question is what does Natalie need to be successful right and if you can ask that question then you're looking at me as a whole person I love your sentence leading the whole person so when you're looking at me as as the whole person then you're automatically looking at my diversity what makes me me so you're looking at me as a black woman out of a woman in leadership as a mom as a wife so you're really looking at me completely and making sure that you're creating that environment for me so respecting people respecting people's cultures respecting people's beliefs respecting people's religions right and respect really ties into that diversity aspect of what makes us who we are and every unique person. So, so when we're working with organizations, when we're talking about diversity, we really help them understand the difference because diversity is an umbrella term to pretty much understand, okay, when you're talking about diversity, we're not talking about gender, that and that, we're talking about everything. Look at the whole person and respect the whole person for who they are and what they bring to the table. And that's how you build community. That's how you build followership and that's how you it pays into ownership, you know? I, I wonder as I listen in, in all of these pillars, all of these principles are so important that tie in to create this human centric workplace and environment that shift to the new way and day of leadership. But I'm wondering if number six respect isn't, isn't the most important of all of them. And they're all important, right? But as I, as I hear this, because we, we have become in, in, in all, in, in, in many areas of the world, such a diverse society, so many mm-hmm. cultures. And, and I love how you said diversity is so much more than male, female, than black, white, than, you know, than Muslim, Catholic, you know, it's such, it's so much more than that. There's so many more diversities and challenges that people are facing. And when we lead the whole person, respect people for who they are, where they come from and what they bring. I think mm-hmm. that is a huge component of unlocking that ownership piece is, as well, mm-hmm. you know? And so I really, the fact that you put together this framework, you've created this framework. That is so awesome. The armor of leadership. I've really enjoyed, you know, taking a dive into, you know, your, your six principles that I believe create incredible, you know, extreme influence is a word I'll use authenticity, resilience, mastery, ownership, understand and respect um, so much to be taken away from this. And, and while we've all heard these words, the way you've broken it down and brought it to life is very, I believe, unique and, and gives us, like you said, a practical, actionable framework. As soon as we're done listening to this episode, to think and reflect on our leadership and to make the changes uh, where we need to, to, to create you know, to create really 
um, the, 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 the best cultures, the highest levels of influence with an opportunity for our teams and our individuals to be uh, as successful as they can become and reach their full potential. So I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the episode today, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Where, Natalie, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn, Natalie Schroepel, or on our website, www. Do people even say www anymore? .interface-leadership.com. And uh, yeah, basically, that's where you are. We recently started a, a little Instagram page, but we're on LinkedIn and on our website. So that's where you can find us. And um, one thing I would really like to, to share with the audience as we round up is something I like to call the leadership triangle. So when you're thinking about the principles and how you want to effectively implement them in your leadership team, you want to think about, first of all, ecosystem. How do I create an ecosystem where people can really unfold and thrive in the brilliance, right? And after you've done that, Think critically about how to empower these people. You want to train them. You want to provide the resources. You want to empower them. Put them in a position where they can, you know, uh, where they can be wonderfully brilliant in their own selves, plus the tools that you've given them, and be extremely productive with you as a company. And then when those two points check, then you actually have a right to leverage people's skills, you have a right to leverage people's intellect. And, and, and when those three points align, then you have a thriving team, you have a thriving organization, depending on what scope you want to um, you want to roll that out on. And also um, lead with purpose and lead courageously. Lead with purpose, lead courageously. We do need more courageous leadership. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate our conversation today. Cannot wait to release this episode. To our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Consider giving us a rating or review. Uh, It really helps us grow more organically. And remember, always be committed to excellence.